0: It we is. want I'm... we
1: want authenticity. We, we 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 want this to be real. Yes, We're, this is true. This is a new era.
0: Adam. I yeah. found these really cool collectibles. That I'm acting like you don't already know about this, but I told you about this already.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you found new ones, but no, tell no. me tell, tell me about these.
0: No, they're the uh, so I found these blind box. You know how I like blind box stuff. Heck yes. I found this finally a collection of Doctor Who uh, blind box collectibles that has the entirety of the Doctors. Nice, minus like, Jodie Whitaker. Minus minus thirteen, minus it, thirteen. Yeah, minus thirteen. I don't know when the series was released, so I don't know if if they just left her out because she hadn't been announced yet, or if you know they just don't want to have any kind of merchandise for her yet because they want to save that probably for the show coming out. But it's uh, they're called. I think the brand or at least the type of toy is called like kawaii. I don't know if I'm saying okay. that right. Kawaii, maybe. Because it's spelt like Hawaii with a K. So <laughs> I don't know. But I'm it's, assuming it's kind of pronoun- maybe pronounced kawaii. But if someone wants to correct me, that's great.
1: That looks like the Japanese word for tiny, which makes
0: sense. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, they're they're made by um, – I think they're Titan still. Are they Titan. It does, say, it does say
1: it does say Kawhi Titans. So okay, Titan, so they're Titans. still
0: Titan because we we had done the kind of the vinyl Titan figures before the ones that kind of look like pops but not really Funko pops. Yeah,
1: yeah. I have a massive uh, massive tenth and then
0: a small third, I believe. It's been a while okay. since I pulled him out, but they, those never really sat well with me. Something about the shape of the characters just didn't seem right. Yeah. for whatever reason they just didn't look that cool to me so I only ever got a couple and then I was like you know what I'm going to stick with Funko Pops Yeah. but now Titan has these kawaii uh, figures and they have it's basically just the doctors they don't have any other characters it's just the doctors and they have all of them including the war doctor uh, minus 13 and some are like harder to find than others they actually have like alternate costumes for some that are more rare Uh, but I've I've been picking up a few. I think I have like three, so they're not cheap I, though. They're like twelve bucks.
1: And I am I seeing it right that they don't actually give you a physical view or image of what
0: the War Doctor looks like. Right, he's hid, he's hidden. Yes, oh, he's one snap. of the, He's one. I think he's one of the more rare ones, and you can't. Yeah, some of the ones they don't even show a picture of what they're gonna look like. So you just you have to find him, I guess, to find out what he looks like. I'm sure if you googled it, you could, but that's cheating. Yeah, I almost so, did and then I stopped. Don't don't Google it. You gotta go find it. You gotta go to Hot Topic, go buy a box, and, they, and see what you get.
1: They do have a pretty cool look to them. The one thing that's starting to really get at me is that there are so many of these little vinyl figures now. Like so many different makes, so many different models, and even Funko has like so many different styles to their collectible items now. Like Mighty Mugs, you told me that Mighty Mugs started making a comeback and Sure enough, I've started seeing them popping up so so many different places now, but it just tears me up because at, at least for Doctor Who, there's not all that many makes that you can get. So these ones are, are solid. You, you sent me a picture of the four that you have, and they're, they're pretty darn cool looking. Um, and it looks like they stand up pretty well. Is that right? Yes. They don't have a base on them, but they stand up decently well.
0: They stand up really well. They, they kind of all have the same stance but they have, you know, really detailed costuming, detailed hair. Um and they have this like really big kind of big eyes kind of thing going on. But I think it looks right for these figures. Um and they all look very distinct. Like each doctor is like clearly, you know exactly who it is when you see it. They do a really good job with the designs. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I I this is one where I finally found a set where I'm like, okay, I can actually collect all 12 of the of the doctors and um and have a full collection of them because there hasn't need... really been that before. We've gotten Titan, even has released like some of the doctors, but not yeah. all of them. And uh, Funko has only released I think four or five of the doctors. So finally, we have like an entire set. So
1: I need to start picking those up. And I, if I remember right, you said that we could uh, exchange some duplicates. Is yes, that, is that still the deal?
0: Yeah, that's still the deal because you're literally the only the the only other person I know that might be getting these.
1: So, so. <laughs> Hon- I have i have, to be totally honest though, I haven't been to a mall in probably well like six months. However long it took us to uh record this episode was probably the last time I was at the mall. Um so I need to I need to make it a hot topic. It's very rare that I leave the house nowadays, which is terrible.
0: That is terrible. What's the correlation there? Why haven't you been to the mall since the last time we recorded?
1: Um probably the last time we recorded, Hot Topic came up again, so that was the reason why I went there. <laughs> you went to was, the mall. That's, that's essentially the only reason I had there. Uh,
0: yeah. Nice, but yeah, I I think I, I haven't been to Hot Topic to pick one up recently, but I have four. I think you said I have four, right? I don't. Yeah. I'm trying to remember which ones I even have. I really wanted, you know, kind of like nine, ten, eleven, like those are the ones I was really interested in getting, but I ended up getting. What did five, I get? I got five, six, six seven. Two,
1: yeah, five, six, seven, and Capaldi.
0: And twelve. Yes. Yeah. Oh, but I made a big mistake, because if you look at the picture, you notice one thing: none of them are holding sonic screwdrivers, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, we got we got seven with an umbrella. Is that right?
0: Right. So he. So if you look at just the picture, the like on the box, none of them are holding props.
1: That's what I was was going to ask. Do they have
0: their Sonics? So I just assumed that they were going to look the way they look on the picture in like when I actually open it. So I didn't even look for a Sonic. I just pulled them out. Well, then I come to realize that when I opened seven, that he had an umbrella and I'm like, oh crap, did the other ones have Sonics? And I just threw them away. (laughs) Oh snap. So I'm pretty sure at least one of the one, at least one of the guys that I have is supposed to have a Sonic and I threw it away. Oh, so, no. So if I get that double, you're not getting it because I need the Sonic.
1: Was the hat attached?
0: Yes, the hat is attached. It's not removable. Okay. So Cool. For seven. But, yeah. So we start off the show talking about collectibles, uh, partially because we don't have any TV to talk about right now. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's been a while. Doctor Who's been gone for a while. And if you don't count the Christmas special, it's been gone quite a while. Yeah. I, I was
1: convinced that we would have something and i there's there's rumors going around that we were supposed to be getting a trailer here um within the past week or within the next week and i think everybody is just getting to the point where we want anything like just just give us something like just we, we could get a picture of of Whitaker cracking a smile and it, fandom would go crazy right now because we are just starved for any new content to talk about, to, to watch, to, to geek out over. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing.
0: Yeah. There's, there hasn't been much. There's been a few like news items that have dropped like casting wise, or there's been a new logo since the last time we recorded. So we basically, we got to the point where we were waiting to, if enough stuff came out to actually record another episode. And it's gotten to the point where it's, we're like, you know what? Let's just record an episode. There's things we can talk about, but we wanted to do another episode of Bad Wolf Radio. We didn't want it to be gone for so long, so we decided to jump on the microphones and give our thoughts about some of the news that's come out in the past five months.
1: If we go exactly, and if we go back to like our earliest piece of news, the the logo reveal, that was February. that was February 20th is the article that I'm looking at. And at the time, this article was like brand spanking new. So we are, we are going back quite a bit. But it's all new for us. All new to talk about. So yeah, logo designed.
0: Yeah, we could have recorded an episode after the logo reveal. But that would have been a short episode.
1: It would have been a very short
0: episode. <laughs> but Because what are your thoughts on the logo, Aaron? The, the logo is cool. This is one thing I will say about Doctor Who. In logos, I really wish they just had a logo, like a standard logo that's been there since the beginning. Because if you look at some of the other big franchises, now this isn't a hundred percent true because I was going to use Star Wars as an example, but they did kind of have a couple variations at the beginning. But pretty much since the '70s, there's been a Star Wars logo, right? Like if you okay, wear a yeah, shirt, I'll give you it's that. got that like. That you know it when you see it. Right. It's a Star exactly. Wars font. And, you know, you just can have a shirt that says Star Wars and it's always in that font, that logo. Um, Star Trek is similar in that they have kind of a, a similar type thing where it's just the word Star Trek. But Doctor Who has gone through so many iterations of kind of their <laughs> their opening logo that it's not like, I'm not going to get it tattooed on me anytime soon. That's for sure. Cause they keep changing <laughs> it, you know? Right, right. So I think the new one is cool. I really like it, but the only thing I don't like is they keep changing it.
1: Honestly, it kind of fits the show though, right? In a show that the the main character is going through adjustments, the the Tardis goes through adjustments, the Sonic goes through adjustments. It kind of fits the brand if you will. Although the logo changes the the most notable aspect um of most shows being logo or title or something like that it kind of fits doctor who that it it changes and adjusts and goes through iterations and variations and what have you this one i i i really like this one it's nice it's clean it's crisp it's it's minimalistic um and yet it's it shiny. has personality it's shiny i give me anything shiny and i'll love it <laughs> um i i really like I really like this one um yeah it's very very low profile
0: yeah i like it i like it too and i like that there's a couple variations you have the full like doctor who but then they have the one that just says who that's in kind of a yeah i like that you know maybe that looks cool on a t-shirt um but it doesn't stand like if i see the one that just says who and i don't know I feel like if I wore a T-shirt with that on it, people wouldn't know what it is. <laughs> the right, who? right. It just I says mean, who. Yeah, it's it, so. I think it's it's going to take some time to kind of sink into the psyche of the fan base and even people that aren't huge fans. But because most most big brands, you see the logo and you know it. You know it right away. You know this is still. It's it's got to kind of get to that point and. I hope they stick with it for a while. I do like it, so I hope they do stick with it for quite a while and don't just change it, you know, in a couple years.
1: Yeah, I I I think it might depend on how long um 13 is around. Honestly, that's that's kind of my that's kind of my feeling is that we'll depending this on how is long her she, Yeah, this is her logo. So um, what
0: do we I'm trying to think of the last version of the Doctor Who logo and when See now I'm I'm gonna put us on the spot because I know we probably neither of us know this when the last one kind of started and and we know it just ended. <laughs> has it changed in the modern series? It has changed, right? Like the, I, with Smith, right? Was Smith kind of the new the, the cutoff point? They had a two thousand ten had their own thing. Two thousand five to two thousand
1: six, two thousand six to two thousand ten had a slight variation. Then twenty ten to twenty. 2012, 2012 had a slightly different one with just DW. 2012 to 2013, then 2014 to 2017, and now we have the new one, the 2018.
0: Where did you find that so fast? Oh, oh me and my Googles. <laughs> That's we are good. on top of it. It was almost like you knew it. Yeah, I wish. I, honestly, <laughs> though,
1: it's really cool to... I mean, we might we might need to post this somewhere because you get past the new series and you look at the older ones like 1987 1987 to 1989 like I looking at that one it's like that seriously cannot be Doctor Who logo that is one that is like totally off brand in my
0: opinion which one Um, is that? describe it to me because I'm looking at a picture of all the logos but it doesn't give me the years which one are you talking about?
1: 1987 to 1989 it's like this doctor and bright yellow with the d kind of it's kind of like a swoosh going into the d and then the t is crossed with a huge t and then who is major block letters
0: it's very that's a very 80s yeah
1: it's absolutely 80s but it seems like all the other ones kind of fit the same like doctor who stylish kind of all very similar and that one is just like totally out there.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of where I come back to the the fact that it keeps changing. And I don't really like that because that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to make a logo for that time. And then it's going to look super dated when you come back to it, instead of just having a timeless, simple, you know, logo that I think other franchises have kind of capitalized on. Um, even if you look back, I don't know, I'm, The the picture I'm looking at, May or may not be all of the logos, but it looks like the very first logo from the 60s is kind of just that simple font where it says doctor and then who really big underneath of it. Yeah. And it looks like that was kind of what they stuck with in variations kind of throughout. Yeah. But um, I almost wish they kind of just stuck with that logo and just maybe tweaked it a little for the, to, to make it more modern. But you know yeah, what I'm saying? I-
1: I don't know. Like we could probably go at this all night long. I kind of <laughs> like that it's changed. I kind of <laughs> like watching the progression of it. And you said that that's the issue. Like you can make a logo specifically for the time, but maybe maybe that's Doctor Who because we get we get the show specifically for that time too. Or maybe I'm just totally off base there. But like, the 1987, 1989, it does look terrible looking back on it. But that's the worst was, one. I agree. It, I it it was Doctor Who. It was Doctor Who for 1987 to 1989. I mean that was the what doctor would that have been? Uh 7th incarnation. It kind of looks like the 7th incarnation of the Doctor.
0: <laughs> so uh, I'll give you that. I I will I will concede that yes, this show is all about change and regeneration and so why not have a logo that updates with the time? I'll give you that. So now that we have a, we have pulled up a list of all the logos in the years uh what which one is your favorite? Oh dang. See
1: I really I really like the 13th. But if I had one. to yeah I I do, but if I had to like 10's logo just holds such nostalgia to me. Like it, it brings, seeing that logo of the weird, I don't know, cat eye shape with Doctor Who and the colors and the weird time vortex that we're flying through, like that holds such nostalgia to me for when I first started jumping in Doctor Who and that original excitement of like, um, like plowing through that, that Doctor Who, that, that is,
0: Yeah. That's the logo. Okay. I feel like that one looks a bit dated for me. Uh, and I never really liked the the DW with the light on top that kind of looks like the TARDIS that they used a lot in the modern stuff. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of that, but if you take away that part of it, I actually really like kind of the simple look of the 2012 to 2017. I know there was a bit of a variation but it's pretty much the same font, the same styling. Kind of just that simple, just Doctor Who in a very distinct font. I kind of like that the best. And I do like the new one too, because I think it has that similar idea going on where it's just simple. just the words, simple font. Um, so I do like the, that one, but I think my favorite would be kind of Smith into Tenant. I mean, not Smith into to Capaldi, that, that era of the logo.
1: This is one of those things that like the more that you stare at it, the more it's like what a doctor never looks like it's spelled right. And who never looks like it's spelled right. (laughs) The more that I, the more that I stare at it and what, what other, what other show does the new logo look like? It's reminiscent of something and I can't put my finger on
0: it. Hmm. There's another
1: show that that looks super, super similar to.
0: I don't know i like the slashes kind of through yeah because didn't they they announced it with almost like this animation where something kind of goes through and then it leaves like a trail almost yep which i thought was really cool so yeah but it's a good logo yeah i think the conclusion we're coming to is we both like the new logo yep we just have varying opinions on the past logos
1: (laughs) (laughs) and and whether they should change on a uh, semi-regular basis yeah i'm trying Let to think which one is the longest it. which is the longest dead the 2010 to the 2017 might be the longest a logo has lasted
0: yeah. yeah i mean i think that and that's the one that 73 to
1: 80 would be the another seven year span so seven years is like the longest a doctor
0: who logo lasts and i think that 73 to 80 is it's a very i see that still on merchandise now so yeah that, would, that one That's stands true. out i think as as probably more probably one of the more popular ones is that with who was kind of the doctor at that time i don't know baker tom baker i was going to say baker would be 1974 that would make sense yeah because he was so popular why that is one that you still see pop up but I don't think we're gonna ever see that eighty-seven to eighty-nine one. I don't know.
1: I that just kills me. That looks like a Transformers logo. Like you're jumping into a classic cartoon right there.
0: Although I put that on a T-shirt and with that whole vintage look, and I would totally wear that. <laughs> that is that would be kind of cool.
1: T Public, yeah. Dropping on a T Public T-shirt, yeah,
0: we, we would get sued probably. I think they probably <laughs> still own the rights to that.
1: <laughs> oh heck yeah.
0: Uh, All right, well, that's enough talk about the logo. We talked about it way more than I thought we were going to.
1: Oh, yeah. That always happens.
0: So other news, there was some casting news. A notable name uh, actor has been revealed as being in the new series. And now I think they've initially revealed the actor. And then over some time, it was also revealed as to who he was playing. Yeah, Um, I think
1: he even is the one that revealed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Just to, he kind of dropped in, in in an interview, but I was surprised by this casting only because he is actually pretty recognizable to me at least. Um, you don't. It tends to be these actors that pop up in Doctor Who are like popular in England, and so a lot of times me and you are like, "Oh, that's cool," but I'm not really sure who it is. This is one where I was like, I recognized him right away. Yeah, um, Alan Cumming. So.
1: Yeah, and I was I was really surprised just because he has, he has a brand new show where he's the lead right now. Right, and I know that we've had like in recent memory we've had some Game of Thrones actors get tossed in there, um, but it seemed like it was during an off season for them, or it, it didn't quite line up but the announcement of his casting was like coincided almost perfectly with a press tour that he was doing for his new show. And so it was just like, whoa, how in the world did Doctor Who, how did Chris Chibnall, how did did the 13th Doctor end up having Alan Cumming jumping on board? It's a fairly large one. And uh, did I read right that it might not be a single appearance, but he might make a couple different appearances or did I, was that just a rumor that I've kind of latched on to?
0: Um, I think in the interview he, uh, he revealed he was playing, um, what did he say? James the first King yes. James the first. And that he, I think here's a quote. It says, I'm James the first. So I'm kind of like, you know, a kind of dandy, foppy coward who kind of comes all right in the end. So spoilers, he's going to be all right in the end but then he says and they say he might come back. So I it seems like he's definitely in one episode, but maybe the creators of the show had hinted to him that he may be recurring as well. Which makes sense. Sometimes huh. they do introduce if they introduce kind of the bigger uh bigger name actor like this, it in the past they have been recurring, right? So we had James Corden who Uh, is pretty notable who showed up in doctor who and then they had him come back
1: yeah i mean he wasn't notable at the time but
0: i think he was as a comedian in england he was pretty notable but yeah he's become way more notable in the u.s ever since he got his his show here true true um and then and i'm blanking on her name now but the girl who played uh lady (laughs) me
1: that's that's, the that's the nameless uh, Game of Thrones actress that I I just said Game of Thrones and didn't name her. You were trying to avoid um, having to this question? I was trying to avoid that, Aaron. Come on now.
0: So, yes, she was, uh, you know, once again, a very notable person to show up in the show, but also came back a couple times, right? She was in, like, yeah, three or four episodes.
1: Three, episodes. three episodes.
0: Okay. So, yeah. So I, I don't know I think I I haven't really watched much with him. This I know he was in. What is he popular for? He was in that show, um. The Good Wife, right? Yes. Okay. And so I've seen a lot of ads for it, but I've never actually watched the show. And then like you said, he's got his own show right now, uh. Which which I see a lot of ads for, but have not watched it. So he's and and he's in movies, and I think he was even in X Men, right? He was like um Nightcrawler, I think. Wow, that sounds
1: right. Am I? Right? I <laughs> now I'm no. No, I, I. no. I'm. I'm scrolling through. He's in a ton. Yes, X Men Two, Kurt Wagner, okay. Nightcrawler.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's a. It's a good. It's a. A cool casting just because he is very recognizable. And it's you know anytime they cast someone who is a bit more recognizable to U.S. audiences, it will probably help ratings because people will tune in because they're like, oh, look, this guy, I know this guy. Um, it it adds a little bit of relevance to the show. So I was excited yeah. to see. I was excited to see the casting.
1: Yeah, it 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 was one of those things where you see his name get dropped, you see it associated with Doctor Who, and even if I might not be totally familiar with everything that he's done. I know that he has done a heck of a lot of things. And so, yeah, it's a huge, it's a huge win. Um, And this season is getting talked up. This, this upcoming season is getting talked up quite a bit. Anytime there is something said about it, it's that it's going to be incredible that Chibnall is pushing the envelope that Whitaker is incredible. And now we have things added on top of it, like Alan Cumming getting cast and, things are looking really good so as we have this slow trickle of news and it is super slow which is i don't know if, if it's just me it seems kind of odd for doctor who that we have no news whatsoever to talk about and it's the middle of the it, it started the start of summer it seems like we always have things to talk about with with old doctor who as leaks and all other things yeah, we're not place. even getting
0: the we're not even getting the filming you know the the filming location, guy in the bushes taking pictures, stuff. Yeah, we got, so we got. Maybe Chibnall's got this thing on lockdown. I, I exactly like, which in, is something that I at least I remember complaining about there being too much stuff and too many leaks, and that they need to get their act together and be able to kind of keep some of this stuff airtight, so we can be surprised by things. And now that's kind of exactly what they're doing now. So, <laughs> Yeah, are we are we reaping that right now? Like, yeah.
1: are we seeing something that we've wanted where there's some surprise to the season? Are we seeing that put in place? And that's why we have absolutely, well, that's why we have very, very little to talk about. But anyways, did you know he was the voice of the White Rabbit and Dora the Explorer?
0: I did I not know that. I would never have known that. Nope. Boom. Knowledge bomb. <laughs> Cool. So, yeah. Well, speaking of casting, we we did come across an article on Digital Spy, which is talking about different actors over the years who have turned down the role of Doctor Who, of the Doctor. Yeah. And I, I think this is something that it's probably general, somewhat common knowledge of Doctor Who fans. They've probably heard some of these names and know that these things or these people have turned down the role. But I thought it was interesting to see some of the names on this list. I knew about some of them, hadn't heard about others. So I thought it'd be fun to just kind of run down the list and get some reactions on if we think they would have been good or not.
1: Okay. Do you want to read the list or shall I?
0: Uh, We can just, we can start right here. We'll just go down the list uh, right at the top. Pretty notable name, Hugh Grant.
1: Yeah. I I just watched Paddington two last night with Hugh Grant in it. Um, have to say, he's he's pretty darn good. It would have been fun to see him as the doctor, but I honestly I was surprised um that his name came up again, just because his uh he's always been somewhat of a bigger name, um, though his roles have varied and fluctuated over the years. But that that was a that was a pretty interesting name to
0: to see show up. Apparently he would have been instead of Eccleston. This was uh back in Russell T. Davies time period when they were looking to start the show back up uh and if if and based on this article if it's to be believed the details here russell t davies actually doesn't even know if he if the request ever made it to hugh grant he thinks it may <laughs> have just gotten to his agent and his agent uh p- played a little defense and deflected it and hugh grant may have never even known so it's not like it got very far into it but they were at least considering hugh grant and i I I'm kind of with you. I've seen a lot of stuff that Hugh Grant's in, and actually I think he's a good actor. I think he's funny, uh, but he's one of those actors that it's kind of you love him or you hate him. And yeah, you know, he's in a lot of romantic comedies, a lot of sappy stuff. He's had some trouble with the law in the past that kind of uh, has tainted his his reputation a bit. But overall, I think. I would have been fine with him as the doctor, but it's kind of weird to think about too. Cause I, I almost think he might be too big of a name.
1: Yeah. To have shine re- the role a bit. And, and to have him replace Eccleston, like, no. yeah. And I don't know he, and right hindsight, you you never quite know how it'd work out or what it would have looked like, but he might have looked out of place in some of the things Um that took place in the very first season of doctor who it might not have worked all that well
0: yeah it, he does have a bit of a timeless look about him that he's been in a lot of movies where he plays you know he's been in modern movies has been in period pieces you know i think he can he could have been that type of actor that could blend in and play you know he's in space oh now he's you know here like i think it could have worked but yeah, I don't know. It's probably best that that he didn't ever see the offer. <laughs> has has he done a sci-fi? Has, has is his
1: name um, ever associated with something that's more fantastical?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think he's he's kind of stuck with either modern or in the past. You know, he's done kind of those Victorian era type movies, I know. So, which works for Doctor Who, but yeah, you're right. I don't know if he's ever done anything futuristic. I'm sure somewhere on his resume he has, but nothing notable.
1: Only only voice work only voice yeah. work.
0: Um, so the next name on the list has actually been in Doctor Who but never as the doctor Bill Nye. yeah which another one like I like I like this guy I've seen him in a lot of stuff. I love the you know he, he was in one of my favorite episodes of Doctor Who. He was in Vincent and the Doctor and I like he kind of has that quirkiness about him that would really fit for the doctor. So it's in, I think according to this article, he was kind of in the same time period as, uh, Eccleston as well. So he would have been an, instead of Eccleston. So,
1: yeah. And again, it's one of those ones where great actor probably would have been really fun to have him take on the doctor's mantle, but would it have felt right for the very first season to have him jumping in? Um, I don't know. Maybe. It, it, it's cool to see his name show up, though. And then it's also cool to see that he did end up being a part, um, even if he played just a, a museum curator role for Vincent and the Doctor.
0: But I it might know. not have worked so well with where the show went, because even with Eccleston and Rose, there was always that. It definitely wasn't as prevalent with Eccleston as it was with Tennant, but there was always that kind of little bit of flirtation. there's some playfulness in there, and it might have seemed a little odd with with someone like Nai as because of him being significantly older, so that that wouldn't have been as much in play probably they would have gone straight into kind of that older doctor, which I think the new series was trying to stick a bit younger as opposed to jump right into the older doctors, so yeah it's. It might not. It might not have worked as well. It definitely would have looked a lot different.
1: Now, this one, um, one that you are fully aware of, Peter Cushing,
0: ah, who did play the Doctor, who did play the Doctor in the uh, those standalone movies that are not canon,
1: right? He's kind of. He's kind of the Doctor,
0: yeah. maybe. But he so turned, Wait, he... what's the story behind this one? I didn't read into this one. Is it he actually got offered the the TV job too?
1: Yes Yes Um, He turned on the uh, Opportunity to play the part on television They did offer it to me at one time He later revealed I couldn't do it Because I was otherwise engaged But even if I could I doubt I would have done it So he was offered He was tied up and said no I wonder what he was tied up with
0: He was filming uh, Star Wars A New Hope (laughs) (laughs) Grand Moff Tarkin Yes yeah, another one I think would have worked, especially for the time. I think he would have worked as the Doctor. He, any, I don't know if you've seen the any of the standalone movies that he played the Doctor, but I, I haven't. I haven't I, seen those. He he would have been much more in the vein of of the first Doctor kind of. I that. was gonna,
1: That's that's the vibe that I get from him. Is that he would have played the older, more refined, very structured, um, less professor type. Yeah, Professor, less kooky, no quirk, not really quirky type of
0: doctor. Right. Uh, so Alan Cumming, well, he's, we were just talking about him being cast uh, as a character in the new season, but I guess he at one point had the opportunity of playing the Doctor, but it just didn't work out because of him being based in the U.S. and uh, didn't want to relocate.
1: This this line kills me. He said it's eight months of the year in Cardiff. And I said, what? And I think that might have been what blew it. Nothing against Cardiff, but <laughs> the guy just didn't want to spend eight months in Cardiff.
0: Yes. And I guess this would have been around the same time. So it sounds like when they were, when they were looking to cast the, the ninth doctor and end up getting Eccleston that they were, they're shopping around a bit. Cause now we have three names on this list that were kind of up for that same role. Yeah, that's I mean, and all awesome. very different actors too. It's not like they they're not even all the same type, you know, they're all very different, so it could have really changed the the way the show went.
1: Yeah, and it makes you wonder whether Davies had anything in mind or if he was just trying to get someone on board and then write a story around them. Because like you said, all very it, it seems like very varied in the actors that he approached, and it's very hard Seeing that Eccleston is the one that ended up getting cast, yes. how things would have played out depending on what actor was in there i I doubt that they that Davies had something in mind with him casting his net so wide,
0: yeah, he was kinda he was almost probably looking for inspiration based on who got cast, and then you know kind of start uh creating a story around that, yeah. And Eccleston, you know, as much as he had his issues and, you know, I know stuff came out as far as, you know, why he left the show and there's some bad blood and all of that, you know, his run on Doctor Who was great. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't have traded him for anybody, to be honest. There's some of my favorite episodes or or stuff from that first season.
1: Yeah. and, And that's the one thing. The more people that I talk to, the more people that are in that boat where absolutely nothing but good things to say about Eccleston. Yes, there were some production value issues of the show at that time, but nothing against Eccleston. In fact, he is always anytime he's on the screen, he you can't take your eyes off him. He is just so much fun to watch.
0: Right. Now, I have to admit the, last, the these last 3 names I'm not super familiar with. Actually, there's four names left, so I, but three of them I don't know who these people are. So <laughs>
1: I I, I got I got one of them I ha, I have one of them the other, well, out of the four I know two, but
0: I've heard the names and the the one uh, so I'll I will at least say the names but uh, Brian Blessed no idea I, I've seen his face like he looks familiar but I guess he would have been kind of more back in the classic series if he had gotten cast kind of an older potential actor. replacement for William Hartnell. Okay, yeah. So maybe second doctor he would have been, yeah, or I he would have been cast as the first doctor.
1: I think I think back back in nineteen sixty six, so he would have been the second.
0: Okay, so I mean, don't know much about him. Uh, I think the picture on the right here is more from uh, like now ish because he looks it looks like it's pretty recent, <laughs> but he looks old. Yeah. But on the left, he's a much younger man, and I guess back in the sixties, he probably would have they would have been going for kind of that younger doctor if they had gone with him. That would have been... Uh, yeah. 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 Boris, Boris Karloff. Karloff. Yep. Is that the one you know? That is the one that I know.
1: Just okay. his association
0: with monster movies. So Frankenstein. Got it. Um, And then Jeffrey Bowden. And this
1: know. one I have no idea. But that picture... The, the picture that we have of him holding up another picture... The picture he's holding up is absolutely hilarious.
0: <laughs> I see him more as something that somebody the doctor would have run into on his adventures and not actually the doctor.
1: Yep, exactly. He he strikes me as like some crazy monk that he ran across who like pokes him in the shoulder and then disappears and then reappears and pokes him in the other shoulder and then disappears again. Like yeah, there you go. he's uh, puffs of smoke everywhere. That's They the... could do that as an
0: audio drama <laughs> um, and have this guy voice it. Is he still alive?
1: i sure hope so if not we've lost a a national treasure
0: uh and then the last one they have on the list here is peter capaldi apparently um he was offered or at least the chance to audition i don't know if he was necessarily offered but he had a chance to audition for the role of the 1996 tv film which would have been the eighth doctor which paul mcgann ended up doing and uh he didn't even audition because he just didn't feel like he had a chance of getting the role at that point in his career how how much different would that have been
1: have him as the eighth doctor and then who knows who for the 12th that
0: would have been yeah. crazy paul mcgann for the 12th and just switch it oh that, uh, i mean that might not have been that bad yeah McG- I, I mcgann like has both. aged well yes mcgann has he's He's kind of a tragic story, I think, in Doctor Who, just because he got the one, he got to play the Doctor, but he's in this like real campy movie. And I think now, if he had been cast as a Doctor, we would have gotten a great Doctor from him. Yep. Um, It's kind of that what might have been if he had gotten a little bit more time, or even if they had cast him later. And I think Peter Capaldi is kind of a perfect example of, you know, if they had cast Capaldi in the movie and he had only ever done that movie, we wouldn't look back at him the same way. No, not you know, at all. He, and if McCann had not done the movie and maybe waited and gotten cast as the Doctor later in his career, he probably would have given us a great you know run as the Doctor. But instead, we just got that one movie, which isn't really looked that fairly upon, although uh, he his role as the Doctor is, is looked pretty... For the most part, most people kind of recognize that he actually did a pretty good job, even though the movie wasn't that great.
1: Yeah, I mean... Truth be told, like, how many times have we watched the six minute video of McGann right. Night of the Doctor? Like
0: I can one of the re- best scenes or like just you know, pound for pound, you know, what you get in that is just as strong as anything else that Doctor Who has put out in the modern series, I think.
1: Oh heck yes. I can I can sit and just re watch that on repeat over and over and over and he does such a darn good job within just that six almost seven minute block that's yeah he would have made a darn good doctor
0: i'm so glad he got to come back and do that as part of of the the whole 50th uh anniversary lead up i think that that really was a great uh, thing that they let him come back and do because it did give him a chance to play the doctor in a more modern setting with the production value and the, the directing and all of that, that really made him shine. So, yeah, absolutely. So well done. So, yeah. So just, uh, something to talk about. We had, we were looking for something to talk about and this was something we could talk about. The, the there these we actors go. that have turned down the role. Um, I think we have at least one other thing that we wanted to bring up. Um, well, so, the last thing we can talk about here is one of the sites that we look to for our Doctor Who news that we want to give a shout out to is DoctorWhoTV.co.uk. Yep, yep. They do a really good job of kind of just keeping up with the the latest news. But one of the things that they do is they actually do these big. They rate all the episodes of Doctor Who based on their readership, and they kind of put it out there for people to to rate the different episodes of Doctor Who on a. I think it's up to five. Point scale and then they take the results of that and then kind of say hey this is what our readers have listed as their favorite episodes versus least favorite episodes
1: yeah i think it i think their scale goes up to nine oh is it nine? Ten points ten points
0: yeah okay so it's a ten point scale so i thought it would be a, and we don't have to spend a ton of time on it so we're not going to go through every episode uh but they rank it uh all the way from one to one forty four Yep. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to look at the bottom end and the top end of this and just yeah, kind of see what we think, maybe the, the the bottom ten or the top ten and just kind of see if we agree or disagree with where some of these things fall. Yeah, um,
1: I'm I'm good with that.
0: Alright, cool. So let's look at Worst First. So we're gonna go the very worst rated episode based on readers from Doctor Who TV. Is... And I'm
1: I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you flat out. There's some in these last ten that I disagree with. So I know
0: I know I know you do because I, I saw some of these and I'm like Adam's not gonna agree with this. There's some that are rated <laughs> in the top that I don't agree with. So we'll we'll have some fun with this. But well, this 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 one, which is rated the worst episode with an average voter score of three point eight seven, is "Fear Her." Do you disagree with that one? I.
1: Uh... I disagree that it is the worst. Okay. I know that it's not the best, but to see this one at the bottom, at the very bottom, I mean, 2012, I believe 2012 London Summer Olympics, you got the girl who draws pictures that suck people into them. Right. And then she has the monster in her closet. Um, It wasn't, it wasn't a great episode, but I don't think it was the absolute worst episode that that has been in the new series going from 2005 to 2017. This wasn't the worst one. It wasn't. It it just can't be.
0: Okay. I I don't disagree with this rating only because I think it is in contention for one of the worst episodes of the modern series. There are other ones that maybe I personally would put lower, but this would be pretty close to the bottom. This is one that I actually recently came across and tried to rewatch and was like, wow. And this is even a Peter Capaldi, or not Peter. Capullo, this is David Tennant era. It's a David Tennant doctor who, which is my favorite doctor and it's, he still couldn't save it. <laughs> so no, this one wasn't this. I I'm not going to disagree too strongly with this one. Um, the next one is love and monsters, which we have talked about.
1: I flip and love this episode. It I is know. no way that this is the second from the bottom. <laughs>
0: Well, there's such. There are things in this episode that are great. Some of the casting is great. Some of the characters. This is one of those Doctor Light kind of episodes. Yep, it is. Where it's it focuses mainly on other characters that we don't know, and the Doctor kind of shows up briefly. Um, but some of the casting is great. The guy they focus on, that's kind of doing the narration throughout, is really good. Um, but the the creepy monster that absorbs people with a like, horrible <laughs> costume i mean the absorbaloss uh that that is definitely not the greatest part of this episode so i i would gris, i would disagree that this is one of the worst episodes of doctor who but i don't think it's a good episode of doctor Who either
1: i there's just something about this episode how downright strange it is but there's so many gems in this episode like Linda, London Investigation in Detective Agency. Like, just stuff like that. I I grin this entire episode. It's it's not the second to the bottom. It's not a pretty episode of Doctor Who, and it's not your typical episode of Doctor Who, but it it's a really fun one.
0: Yeah, I can see why it's down there. Uh, the next one, In the Forest of the Night. This is a Capaldi episode. This is a Danny Pink episode
1: it is a Danny Pink episode they've and got a bunch I, of elementary school kids shoved into a, a
0: TARDIS this will be my first one that I strongly disagree with I actually like this episode this was one of I gave this one a positive rating I believe when we reviewed it um, I I thought it was fun I thought it was fine I, did, I didn't there was nothing about it that was like that stood out to me as like oh wow they really messed this up it was just kind of there and I I thought it was fine I definitely think it shouldn't be this low
1: Yep, I agree. I don't think it should be this low. I think, honestly, this The Forest of the Night is like a middle of the pack episode for me. You got the whole sun flare thing where it's like the trees come and they disappear. So the story is weird towards the end because they just kind of like it's a non issue. Um, but it's a middle of the pack episode. It's not a bottom. It's not a bottom of the list.
0: Yeah. The Doctor, The Widow, and The Wardrobe. We've had recent conversations about christmas specials and if we think they've been successful in this kind of modern doctor who era this one for me is not i just did not like this episode of doctor Who. this is the
1: first yeah go for it sorry
0: i hold the christmas specials a little bit to a higher standard because i feel like they almost play like tv movies they're not individual episodes of doctor who more than they're just like these mini movies i think they have more time to plan for these they should they should raise the bar a little bit and this one to me just didn't it just missed yeah
1: i this is the first one i would agree with where it's at like i i don't like this episode i in part of it like you said is because it's a christmas special i go into it with such high expectations and i i remember being disappointed with this one like there were so many aspects of it where it's like oh the doctor the window in the wardrobe like there's gonna be some c.s lewis some narnia like spin to it it's gonna be cool, they're going to do something, and it was it just fell flat. So I agree with this one. Bottom 10.
0: I think this next one we're both going to just agree with and move on. Yes, no please.
1: More. Yep, no arguments. This one can be very bottom of the list for me.
0: Yeah, this one would fall very close to the bottom for me. Uh, Curse of the Black Spot is on this list, and to be honest, this one is just kind of forgettable for me. I, I'm having a hard time <laughs> remembering what it was about, but I'm assuming there was pirates in it
1: yeah there's pirates and there's like the uh the singing siren and amy pond dresses up like a pirate and honestly similar to you i know this one is consistently at the bottom of the list for um like quality episodes i can't remember whether i liked it or not other than i know it's usually at the bottom of the list and i'm totally okay
0: with it being there is this like a rory dies episode did he die in this episode? I, th- I feel like he I think might've. he
1: gets. I think he gets the black spot.
0: I think. Yeah. I think he gets designated for
1: death, and like <laughs> so does the captain's boy or something. I don't know. There's pirates. Yeah. There's
0: pistols, and there's
1: like a barrel of water.
0: I'm gonna have to put this on my list of episodes I need to rewatch because I feel like yeah. uh, I can't. I can't speak to this one's quality. Uh, it's been too long since I've seen it. Uh, the Idiots Lantern. This is another one. I, it's. I'm having a hard time remembering what it was about, but it just based on the picture, I'm like, yeah, I can see why that's not cool.
1: Yeah, this is the one with the creepy grandma upstairs, who's upstairs who had her face sucked off by the TV. Oh, this the is the TV one thing where,
0: where it was pulling people's faces off. Yeah, and like, oh yeah, that's a Billy episode. Piper
1: in the poodle skirt and David Tennant with the cool pompadour, like that's yes, that's this the is best this episode.
0: Part. Yeah, they have these really cool costumes, but the episodes are pretty bad. <laughs> yes, I do remember this.
1: It, it is troubling though. Like I remember I did not like the 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 look of the people when their faces got sucked off. Yeah. It freaks me out, not gonna lie. And for that evolution. alone, I won't
0: put this at the bottom. <laughs> Next one, evolution of the Daleks. How many more of these are we gonna do? We'll do a few more. The evolution of the Daleks. I I've kind of said it before in our show, I get tired of the Daleks. I think they just rehash the Daleks over and over in different iterations and in different evolutions and so, yeah, this one in – yeah, I don't yeah. – I'm not opposed yeah. to this being on the bottom of the list.
1: Yeah, I'm not opposed with it being on the bottom of the list either. I'm good with it other than this is the episode that has Andrew Garfield in it.
0: Yes. Uh, Is it? I thought he was Daleks in Manhattan.
1: They're, they're a two-parter. Oh, they're,
0: okay, okay. So they're connected? I think
1: – yeah, I think they're connected.
0: I think you might be right. Um, Lazarus Experiment, I think, is a Mark Gatiss starring episode, not written, but the, starring.
1: Yeah, and that's the one that has um, yeah, this is the one. Uh, this is the episode with Martha and her family. Oh yes, like yep. her family always hates the Doctor, and there's UNIT involved, and then there's a the freaky guy who turned into a massive monster.
0: Yep, yep. I'm not. I'm okay with that being. On the bottom as well. The next one yeah, here... Yeah, the monster
1: was kind of stupid looking.
0: The next one here is Daleks in Manhattan, which... Um, yeah, kind of whatever. I didn't have strong feelings about it.
1: Yeah, and for some reason, I remember there being a pig man in this episode. Is that true?
0: Yes, there were, there, there were like these pig people, and it was like this futuristic version of, of New York... Yeah. And like you said, Andrew Garfield was in it. This guy that we were seeing a picture of here. And I forget, I don't know the actor's name, but he played Captain Panaka in Star Wars Episode One. <laughs> so <laughs> he, was, he, he, he was instantly recognizable to me. Maybe I gave this episode a pass just because I was like, oh, cool, Andrew Garfield and Captain Panaka are in it. But other than that, yeah, it had some pretty bizarre stuff going on. Yeah. Which is okay. Doctor Who's allowed to have bizarre stuff, but if you do it well.
1: Yeah, now that I'm thinking about the pig people, I don't think I like this episode.
0: Yeah. And okay. actually, I was going to stop doing these, but there's, I wanted to at least get to 133. So Night Terrors is is the next one here. This is Amy Pond and some like creepy doll people. Yeah, that one was kid. creepy,
1: but I didn't like the episode.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. And then we'll stop we'll end with this one kill the moon
1: it's not in the top 10 worst though
0: i was it's surprised not. by that it's not and that i think we're we're harder on it than a lot of people but this is one that kind of goes with the um uh what's now i'm blanking on the this is kind of one that goes with sleep no more like it just stands out to me as a capaldi episode that's just not good
1: yeah yeah, so. I, I I agree. And what kills me though is like if we were to progress past this, like the next 14, 15 episodes, there are some really good episodes mixed in, and yet they're at the bottom of the list.
0: Um, yeah, but there, there's some other, there's some bad ones. There's definitely some more bad ones. We won't, we, we don't have to continue down the list because we want to get to the good ones first. But I'll just call out a couple that stand out to me Robot of Sherwood is down on the bottom. And I yeah, actually you really like that, that episode. One. New uh, Earth? New Earth was a good one. Cat People, Stretch Skin Lady. Return of Dr. Mysterio? I, we liked that one. That was fun. Nardole yeah. and all that. Uh... I love Rebel Flesh and Almost
1: People. Rebel Those Flesh, two episodes yeah. I love. Planet of the Dead? The one where I was like convinced that the the lady in the episode was going to be the new companion?
0: Yes. Tenet and her just had awesome chemistry the woman so, who lived is down is pretty low eaters yes. of light we like those episodes even the next doctor like kind of that special with the uh, the doctor the guy who thought he was going to be the doctor yes Some and doctor's stuff. daughter like this just shows kind of the variance in fans you know like what is is great to you is garbage to someone else but for the most part if we're just talking the bottom 10 or 11 here i mostly agree with with what's what's here
1: okay so moving on to number 10 Okay, we're gonna work our way down ten to one. Sound good?
0: Okay, we're talking top episodes now, right? Top
1: episodes, top right. ten. Starting at number ten, human nature. Tenant forgets that he's the doctor. He has the fob watch. He pretends to be, pretends to be, or he acts as the uh, as the Professor Smith, right? Yep. Top ten episode.
0: Yes. Uh, I said that too fast. It's a great episode. I really like that episode. I'd have to put more thought into it if it actually falls into the top 10, but I I actually really like that episode.
1: Okay. Well, number nine is Family
0: Blood. The two go together. Okay. I'm trying to catch up here. Let's see where we're at. Okay. I'm looking at this list backwards. Oh, okay. So we are on Human Nature. Okay. Yes, I got. He, I gotta say, the
1: two outliers because these are these are notable. Number eleven, the eleventh hour. Number twelve, Vincent and the Doctor. Those two should be within the top ten, in my opinion.
0: Oh, those are probably my two favorite episodes of Doctor Who. Yeah,
1: didn't even so, make yes. the top
0: ten. I'm glad you pointed those out. But I mean, if you're talking about 144 episodes, and they're number eleven and twelve, I'm okay with that. But for I, me personally, know, but... they would be higher.
1: I would I would immediately swap out human nature and family of blood for those two. Okay. Immediately.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yep. But I do really like those episodes. Human nature, family of blood, that that whole with him kind of losing his memory and not remembering he's a doctor and all that stuff that's going on. I I thought I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yep.
1: Agreed. Um number eight, world enough and time.
0: I mean I like that episode. It's too new. You know, this is the return of the master, right? Yep. The big, you know, finale type, you know, thing that was happening at the end of Capaldi's run. Uh for people that don't, aren't great at remembering titles and what the episodes are about. <laughs> um But it was kind of a momentous thing with the master, but I feel like it hasn't been out long enough for me to really appreciate it enough to sit in the top ten of all of these episodes so i this one i would disagree with i think it's ranked too high but i think it's because it's it's it is benefiting from being very recent in people okay. you know, on people's minds okay i i agree silence in the library great episode yep great episode it deserves the deserves the ranking it's at i think
1: yep number six forest
0: of the dead kind of goes right along with silence in the library Kind of gonna yep. put those together, right? Yep. Anything with River, I, I'm I'm a big fan of River. I know she's she's another one of those characters that can be divisive. You you know some people really don't like her as a character, but I just about any episode she's in, I'm a fan of. Number five, the Doctor dances. Yes.
1: Number four, the empty child. Again, the two go together.
0: They go together. You can't have one without the other, and I that's one of my favorite. Uh, little storylines in Doctor Who. Some of the best lines in Doctor Who from these episodes. Yep. So yes. Eccleston at his best. Heck yes. Number three, Blink. Blink is overrated.
1: Ooh! (laughs) Whoa! Wow. Unexpected.
0: Yeah, I know. and It's one of those things that's kind of Everyone just accepts it's one of the best episodes of Doctor Who and it's so and it introduced the weeping angels but I don't know it's just it is a really good episode of Doctor Who is it the third best episode of Doctor Who? Not really because the Doctor's not even in it
1: Okay see I I can understand I can understand that line of reasoning but you dislodge Blink from from the higher rated episodes and you basically (laughs) take like, the cornerstone of fandom, of New Who fandom, and you chuck it out the window. Like, this... But is it just, like, t-shirts? cool to like
0: it? Is it just I, I cool th- to it's like, like it?
1: It's like that cult... It's like that, that cult classic, like, the the pop culture, like, the angels have the, the phone box. Like, it's wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. Like, mm. that is the basis of so many... So many new Who fans fandom that episode right there.
0: Yeah, and it's like Moffat, you know, he wrote it and all that. So and honestly, like
1: potentially Moffat at his best.
0: It's very creative. I really like the introduction of of the angels. Maybe I've just seen it too much. Maybe it's kind of I'm just like burnt out on it. But <laughs> I just feel like three is high. It's really high. I could name. I would put it in my top fifteen, but I wouldn't put it in my top three not even in your top 10 i probably not yeah probably not if i really took the time to think about it
1: man next next episode we're gonna take a month off next episode we're going through this entire list uh, <laughs> and reordering it maybe we come should up come with up your your with our bottom own 10 and your bottom your your top 10 and your bottom 10 yeah we anyways
0: can, we can't rank every episode but i'd do a top 10 bottom 10
1: okay We'll we'll think about it number two right. the day of the doctor
0: this one has uh, gotten weaker for me over time. I know when I first saw it, I just absolutely loved it, and it was definitely top three. Uh, but the more I've watched it, the less I've liked it. But I still say it's it's very high. I think two might be a little higher than I would put it, but it's definitely in the top you know, seven for me.
1: 50th anniversary special. Honestly, if they could have found some way to cut the Zygons out of it, this episode would soar for me. I just yeah. don't like the Zygons.
0: Yeah, in in some of the stuff between uh, Smith and Tennant is just gold. Like there, yeah, you don't get it anywhere else. You can't get oh, it in even any the other War episode. Doctor's perspective.
1: Even yeah. the War Doctor's perspective on the two of them.
0: Right. So I think there are moments in it that are just the best. But as a whole, um, I wouldn't put it this high. Um, and then this final okay. one, I'm just shocked.
1: Yeah, honestly, you, you talked about one one episode receiving benefit from being so recent. I have no idea what else
0: to say about this one than that. But
1: number one, Heaven Sent.
0: Heaven Sent. And this is the episode me and you saw together, right? Yeah, this is the one With we the watched one. together. He chips away at the wall for eternity. Yes, And I do remember our conversation afterwards and I think even our episode review that you liked it a lot better than I did. But I don't think you would put it as a number one.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, I really like this episode. There's so much about it like that. I mean, whether we're talking about the the Rory the Roman who waits so long and like struggles against time itself to bring about the end that he wants. Here we have the doctor who... Goes millions and millions of years beyond Rory the Roman and struggles against time itself to come bring bring about the end that he wants. Like there's something about that that somewhat eternal struggle that I just love and to watch that play out um, in this episode in the the various forms that it goes through. I, I really liked it. But is it number one? Like, I I can't put it at number one. There's a couple episodes that, like, the story is just as enjoyable, if not more.
0: Yeah, I definitely, this wouldn't even crap- crack my top 20. Like, I, I like this episode okay, but man, to see it as number one, I just, I don't get it. The Doctor Who TV readership really likes Capaldi punching a, a wall. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just, this episode was problematic for me. And if you want to know why, go back and listen to our review of it. But I think, um, it definitely shouldn't be sitting on top. right. My goodness with so many good episodes out there. Um, the, the interesting
1: thing, and I'm going to mention this because they even call it out. The rating for the day of the doctor is 9.39. The rating for heaven sent is 9.40. Um, and they they mentioned the epic 50th anniversary special Only lost by .01 score in the intervening year So it was pretty darn close that Heaven Sent etched out number one um, But even at that, we, then we'd be looking at Day of the Doctor as number one And would we even be able to accept that?
0: It's just interesting to me that, that this episode sits on top But there's not another Capaldi episode in sight when you're looking at the rest of the top ten, yeah, when is uh like n- number eight? World? world enough in time. Okay, yeah, so that's the only one, but but everything else, it's you know Tennant, Smith, Capaldi, even World Enough in Time. I think is better than than uh, Heaven Sent. I don't know. This one baffles me, but hey, you know, yeah, everybody's got their own opinion.
1: The next Capaldi one would be number twenty one, Mummy on the Orient Express, which is. A good episode probably fits within 20 top 30
0: yeah any other notable ones as we scroll back um big bang
1: the girl in the fireplace number 16 again that is like to me that is almost on par with vincent
0: in the doctor yeah Um, that that would have been that probably would have been a top at least top 10 if not top five for me
1: oh it's within my top 10 like just shooting from the gut without going back through every episode girl in the fireplace is top 10 for me
0: uh big bang uh kind of that's the one that's kind of paired with pandorica right all yeah, that stuff yep. yeah that's another favorite for me uh, one
1: that is? one that i always forget about number 22 turn left
0: yeah that's that's a solid episode
1: i always forget about that one um and then 23 is
0: doctor's wife 27, Bad Wolf, uh, that's Eccleston's final, right? That's his regeneration episode. Yep. That one was good. Listen, number 29. Yes. Yeah, so there's are the, there's where are the definitely other some more notable ones. The what?
1: Where do the regenerations fall? So Eccleston's regeneration is 27?
0: I'm not sure. Where does... so? Um, Dang,
1: Tenance isn't even in the top... Top
0: 36. And Smith's would, I mean, who knows where that fell because I wasn't a big fan of his, but <laughs> um, yeah, this list isn't easy to scroll through because it's all these images. So it's not like you can just see the titles.
1: Yeah. But
0: Wow. But yeah, I'm a big fan. Like I know a lot of people are kind of like, oh, rankings are stupid. It's just all subjective. But I like to see what other people rank things and then kind of you know, think about where I would rank it. I, I enjoy ranking stuff, so.
1: Yeah, Um, and and like you said, there's been a lot of discussions, I know, even within our Facebook page, about ranking of episodes. But you
0: know what? We like the rank. Yep, and I like the idea of maybe pulling together a top ten, personal top ten for both of us and talking about it on an episode. I think that would be fun. I'm game. We can make Uh it happen. Yeah, so, well, we... We have quite a bit of time until Doctor Who comes back to TV. I think we're – we still don't even have an official date. But I think the rumor is October maybe, September. September, October.
1: It's sometime in the fall.
0: Yeah. With a Christmas
1: special coming at some point. So there's some rumors that they're going to line it up perfectly so that the Christmas special just kind of leads into it. But then there's others that say there's going to be a slight break. But we'll see.
0: So that so there's rumors that we may not get anything new until the Christmas special?
1: Oh, no. No, I'm saying, like, kick it off in the fall, but have it so that it there's, like, only a week off between end of the last episode oh, and the Christmas okay. special. Oh,
0: okay. So there would be no break. It would lead right into it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we've waited this long, so we can wait longer. But for us... For Bad Wolf Radio, we just wanted to get back and talk some Doctor Who, so we did, and we recorded it. So <laughs> um, <laughs> we will <laughs> hopefully. Matt. We're done. Maybe the next big event for us to talk about where we can do another episode of Bad Wolf Radio would be when they drop a trailer on us. And we could do our trailer review and talk about maybe our top 10 favorite episodes. So, yeah. So keep an eye out for that on your podcast feeds. Uh, we are back, at least for now. And we'll definitely be back for the new season when that when that rolls around. Yeah. But until then, you can always find all of our episodes on iTunes. You can leave us a review over there. You can follow us on Twitter at Bad Wolf Podcast, Facebook, um, Bad Wolf Radio, and we actually have a Facebook group. If you want to check us out, uh, Bad Wolf Podcast, search for that on Facebook uh, groups and we can add you to our group if you're interested. And we, we're on Instagram, at BadWolfRadio. Post some fun things there sometimes. And you can always send us an email, badwolfpodcast at gmail.com. So until next time, make days.